Turn on that radio and back here. The cops ain't likely to catch up with us, not tonight. So we can all be quiet and peaceable and listen to the music. Hey, I'm here with Frank Lopes. Get more, Frank. What's up, my friend? Look at this. Come Mr. on, baby. Villa. Hey, How this feels you? like old times, man. That's right. Like riding a bike, right? That's right. Just man. get right back on and start pedaling. You know, my, I, I, uh, I must be a bad dad or something. My, my kids always learn how to ride bikes at a, late, at a later age. At a later yeah. age? Well, no, I don't feel bad. My kids is the exact same thing. I didn't even teach them. Yeah? No, my dad taught them both. I didn't yeah. have the patience for that. I, hey, one of my kids, I, 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 one, I don't remember which one it was. It might have been more than one, to be honest. But one of my kids, for sure, I think they taught themselves. Like, you know, literally, <laughs> literally gee, I just got on the bike. It was like crashing into stuff over and over again until they figured it out. You ever seen that episode of Friends where Phoebe can't ride a bike? You know, she's like 35 and she rides a bike. <laughs> so what's up, brother? Not too much, man. Not too much and everything at the same time, man. Things have been crazy lately. We've been, you know, things have been good. Things have been good. We've got big stuff, big stuff coming on. That's pretty much the, you know, coming up. That's pretty much the theme of the show today, right? Yes, sir, man. You are, first of all, congratulations. And I, first of all, congratulations. You're going to be uh, the master of ceremonies at Digital Dealer in Orlando in April. Um, and I, I am so excited and uh, I'm, I, I'm so happy for you, man, because I know well, that you... you. You know, you are speaking so much um, lately in this last year, especially. And uh, I think you just came from Chicago as well. I watched, uh, I think, on Facebook where you were, man, you were like jet. You must be jet lagged, brother. I am a little, I am a little jet lagged without a doubt. I, and, uh, and I think I've actually, in a way, maybe even overbooked myself, you know, which, you know, there's no such thing as uh, too much exposure, though. But, right. uh, you know. But well, Anthony the, Weiner, maybe. Uh, maybe yeah, for him, yeah. He might. Yeah. <laughs> it goes in the name, too. I mean, he, should yeah. have, he should, kind of should have known that was coming. Yeah, right? you, can, you can't ask for, like, a better, I mean, like, a, 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 a better perv name than Weiner. Yeah, right? you know, like, if you're going to do that, I mean, it's like, I guess really? He li- I guess he lived up to his name then, right? He lived, uh, yeah, or down. Or down, yeah, right? I don't know. All, all depending. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know yeah, where that so, came from. But so, anyway, so you were saying, you were saying there's no such thing as too much exposure. Too much, no such thing as too much exposure. And, you know. And uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, between you know, between just this past week, oh, you know, started out the week at Jim Ziegler's Internet Battle Plan, fantastic yeah. event. Man. Was it? Oh my God! You it, spoke there. I spoke there. Yep, I spoke there. It was great. Um, the attendance was fantastic. Because one thing that I'm seeing so far this mm-hmm. season for uh, for conferences is that the attendance seems to be very good at all of them so far, which mm-hmm. is great. Which means <clears throat> that there's people out there that are really like hungering yeah. you know, for learning right now and they really want to educate themselves. I think you're on to something with that because I think, I think that, you know, 2018, man, every year, you know, as, as optimistic people and people that, you know, sell for a living or drivers, you know, we both are entrepreneurs and, you know, there's never a time where we go into the, a year and say, man, I, I'm not really looking forward to this. You know, we always see the glass half full, mm-hmm. but something about this year, I'm not sure if, you know, if you've really sensed that or felt it, but coming into 2018, I have felt business environment is, 
you know, is, 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 is really getting ready. And, and it started really the last quarter of 2017. And uh, so I'm feeling that, man. And so I think that I don't know if this is what it has to do with, but I'm also seeing that we're doing a, an event, a not automotive event on the tail end of a digital dealer called Influence Orlando. Mm-hmm. And just the atmosphere for people that are wanting to engage and, and, and connect with education and connect with to training, connect with bettering themselves. There's that expectation across the board. I mean, yeah, it, without a doubt, I <clears> see two <throat> things going on right now. Number one is that. You know, especially in sales and in management, the public is like a sponge right mm-hmm. now, and and it's a dry sponge, mm-hmm. and they're just dying to soak up as much as can be put out there. They just yeah. want to learn as much as they can, grow as much as they can, which makes it for a fantastic time. And number two, I think the sales public's nose mm-hmm. is extremely sensitive right. and extremely keen. Right. To sn- sniffing out the BS. Yeah, that's you know? good. And, and the cream is really rising to the top right now, which which is great because it means that there's going to be a lot of good information and a lot of people that are you know that have been selling the snake is mm-hmm. you know they're going to be going to the good going to the to the wayside there. Absolutely. We'll see here. I mean, El Patron. You know, El Patron. He was on the show oh, last week. He said Frank is the man, and uh, Jeff Lacking. Careful sitting next to Frank David. You have a 99 chance <laughs> percent chance of passing out. All right. I don't know what that means. <laughs> when he flies. <laughs> so when I so so when I fly, right? I started noticing that the person sitting next to me all the right. time. Hey, Lou, come over here, get between us. That <laughs> <laughs> the person next to me falls asleep, right? Uh. So this would frustrate me a little bit because sometimes it'd be, you know, I get a little bored right. sitting on the plane. You can right. only work so far. This was actually one of those flights. Well, did they the fall wife... asleep before or after you started talking to them? That's the question, right? You, Shut, they... Well, now it's at the point where they just fall asleep before, you know. <laughs> so the first time, so the first time it happened, I snap a picture really right. quick. I put it on Facebook, right, and mm-hmm. I had no idea how amusing this was to everyone. So now it's right, Lou. It's just, yeah, been, it's, it's it's just been a thing, man. It's funny, Dave. We're going to give these away. Yeah, okay. Away. Well, we got three away. You got yeah. some Starbucks over here, baby. Yeah, you got to watch. Large and extra large. Lou acts like he's at uh, Raymond James Stadium shooting the shirts <laughs> yeah. out of the cannons. <laughs> Flick uh, Fusion. Let me, let me do the Vanna White. These are some pretty hot shirts right here. So yeah. Video Warrior. And on the back, what does it say here? On the back, it says uh, Powered by Flick Fusion. Very nice. Our, uh, yeah, man. These are our, 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 our new sponsor, uh, Flick Fusion. Hey, want to help? Want to give some of these away? So we're going to give some of these away? Yeah, three away. We're going to give medium, large, and extra large. You know what we should have thought of? And if, hey, if you're watching this, Auto Dealer Live, the good news is, if you didn't know this already, we just kind of fly by the seat of our pants. It's a, hey, listen, this, is, oh, really? this isn't news, baby. This is, po- this is a podcast. <laughs> you know, we're just, you know. And so I don't know how we're going to give these away, Frank. I, and you know what? We, we I think Facebook comments. Whoever gives the best Facebook comment. About, and Frank is the judge. And I'll be the judge. So the best <laughs> Facebook comment about people falling asleep on the plane next to me, they get, uh, you know, I get to pick who it is, and they get a, and they get a shirt. How's that? All right, so let's say that again. Okay, so That's the best comment on anyway. Facebook. Listen, Lou, put that out. Get Kim, if you're watching this, you and Mikey, put it out there. That The best comment, the best, like, jab, I guess, right, mm-hmm. of somebody falling asleep next to Frank. Maybe, let's how about this, why they, fall, why they fell asleep. I'm going to start it. Okay, I'm going to start it. Okay. Frank noticed in the beginning they were women. That we're doing it. So that is the best excuse, the best way a woman can get out of ever, and I know you're married now, so it wouldn't happen, but ever get out of possibly being hit on, right? Just pretend they're asleep. Pretend they're asleep. That's the okay. first jab. I would get a t-shirt, right? But I already got one. Yeah, you're, you would disqualify yourself. But All right. That's okay. So the best three comments? Best three comments. All right. Yeah. All the right. funniest three comments. How's that? Funniest three comments. Hey, we got some great guests on the show too, Frank. Um, today is our uh, digital dealer show we've got a lot of stuff you're going to be again you're emceeing so you're you're going to be involved in everything and then um i'm going to be uh, moderating the opening keynote 
with an incredible uh, panel, man. Um, you know, I pitched this idea a few months ago to Digital Dealer. And before I did, I called up some uh, some people that I wanted to be part of because I wanted to make sure that I had that commitment. Right. And I reached out to a, about 10. looks like it's going to be about 10 uh, of what I consider the nation's top uh, dealers. Some are, are no strangers to this show. And we're going to have a town hall panel. So it's not, you know, and nothing wrong with this. It's not three or four people just sitting up there, you know, in nice, comfortable chairs. I'm talking like the more uncomfortable, the no, you better. You don't want to do it the way I do it. <laughs> you want to do it where you're putting everybody on the spot. Yeah. And what's really great, you know, what's really great is it that most of the... Them out. Yeah, it forces them out. Yeah, they got to crack out of the shell. What and I, we're going to do questions from the audience. What I really <laughs> like, right, is the fact that... Now, I'm being a little impartial, too, because what right. I really like is that a lot of the dealers that you have on the panel, right, right. I know personally. Yeah. You know? So that's going to be, so knowing that, knowing their personalities, knowing your oh. personality and knowing the questions that can come out and the answers that will come out of their mouths. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. They should charge extra money just to get into <laughs> that to be able to see that happen. Without I, a doubt. I, I, and it's going to be, hey, and no kidding aside, it yeah. is going to be my absolute honor, an honor to me and a blessing and a pleasure to introduce you. Oh, man. You know, for that keynote, really, because a lot of what, you know, hey, look, I'll go on the record, it's rolling, it's live, everybody's going to see it. A lot of the reason that anybody in the world knows who Frank J. Lopes is is because of David Villa. Oh, man, right? I appreciate you, brother. So that's I, the guy's on the hey, street. Hey, you're a great look. friend, man, and I and I, I can't wait to do this thing together. It's going to be awesome, awesome, awesome. Absolutely. Hey, so why don't we do this, Lou? So, Lou, we're already getting comments or something? Well, you oh, laughed man. at somebody. You, well, tell us a couple <laughs> funny ones. <laughs> Here, I'll tell you right now. Right, uh, our own David Cribb said they wanted to get less Frank. <laughs> they wanted to get, they let, wanted to no, get less no, Frank. Nobody that's wants pretty to get funny, Cribbs. Yeah, yeah, but nobody like, wants to get less Frank, so that one, that's okay. They wanted to get less Frank. Less Frank instead of getting right. more Frank. Okay, then uh, Kevin Fry, uh -huh. uh, me talking to a guy on a plane on QR codes and the next big thing. <laughs> wow. He, yeah. he, was he, I think it was like a board stab or something. Like, yeah, yeah, it could have been. Like but okay, that's all right. All right, yeah. all right. All right, so cool, man. All right, so listen, uh, Frank, we're going to go to a quick break, all right? And we're going to be right back. And when we do, we're going to bring a few people on. Also, we're going to open the phone lines up today. The number's on the screen. Frank and I would love to just talk to you. This show is about the automotive business today. It's just, it's just about, it's about digital dealer. But, I mean, listen, all of our friends, all of our automotive community has been or, you know, goes to, attends, or is thinking about attending digital dealer. Mm -hmm. Here's the other thing, and guess what? We don't know how we're going to give these away either, but we are giving two tickets away. Now, what's cool about this, we have two tickets to get into Digital Deal. For free. For free. 100% for free. 100% for free. No strings attached. Now, um, so, Lou, uh, so you're pointing to the other camera, aren't you? No, the screen. Huh? The top screen. Go ahead. You can see the code right there. The code. Well, that's not. Well, I'm not there yet, man. Oh, I apologize. Let, oh, produce, I baby. <laughs> produce. Let, let, let me produce. Let you me do. and Frank host. You host. So, Frank, we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> wait, wait, that didn't come out right. We know what we're doing. We don't know how we're giving the tickets yeah. away. We'll figure it out as the show goes on. Yeah. I'm, we'll sure some, I'm sure something's going to happen that's going to stand out, and that's going right. to make it so that we're going to want give to give the tickets to somebody. Who wants the two tickets? That's what I want to know. If you want two tickets, if you want a ticket to Digital Dealer, all right, in Orlando, Florida, April 10th, 11th, and 12th, mm -hmm. you don't want to miss this. If you want, two, if you want a ticket, we're going to give two away. 
We want to know how bad you want it. Come on, we want to hear you call in 813-574-1820. We want to try to get you on the air. And give us a reason to give you the ticket. Come on. I mean, this ain't, these, these tickets ain't cheap. We've no, we paid for them many times ourselves. These are, you know, and I want to say right the, now, if I'm not mistaken, if you're not a- 95 Yeah, think, right? they're around, a, they're $1,000 tickets. If you're a vendor, it's over $1,000, yeah. yeah. And that's only the investment. Let's yeah. not talk about, let's not talk about what happens oh, when man. you go to a digital dealer, mm -hmm. right? And you soak up all this knowledge and you go and you take it back to your store and you actually apply Apply it now. Right. How much is it worth? Oh, absolutely. Forget it. El Patron, man. I'd love to see you there, brother. We love. Hey, listen. They love dealers there too. So I'm just throwing it out there. Um, yeah, the code. It, by the way, El Patron said save a hundred bucks. The AD. I'm sorry. DD ADL. You're going to save uh, anyone who purchases a ticket. Any of our audience using the code DD ADL mm -hmm. will save. I believe it is a hundred dollar savings. Um, but we have two tickets. Right. All right, nice. and we have to figure out an unbiased way to give these away because all, uh, you know. But we're going to give away two tickets today, and we're going to announce who those winners are, and then we got some shirts. Absolutely. Now, today, now for talking about today's show, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I don't want to talk about anything controversial. Yeah. You know, whatever, whatever so you want. To I don't want to guess, man. So I don't want to talk about. I don't want to talk about artificial intelligence. Okay. I don't want to talk about how BDCs are falling apart. Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk about BDC process being a mess. Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk about management. You're being sarcastic, I think. Uh, totally, 100%. <laughs> hey, you know what I want you to bring up when we come back, when we get these guys on? I, one of the comments, I think Jared McCreevy mm -hmm. did a couple of really good comments on your post uh, last night or whatever about coming, and he opened up about some things as well. I'm going to try to get those pulled up, Lou, um, and maybe Kim or Mikey could bring them to us. When we come back from break, though, let's bring on John Marazzi, U.S. Marine, Josh Mitchell. we got Aaron Horowitz, and we want your calls as well. But we're going to be right back in just a few seconds, and then we're going to bring these guests on. It's, it's, it's on right now. Dial in, 813-574-1820. Let's give these tickets to somebody. Let's do it. Mm. We're back. He counted down. I took a drink. I was taking a drink. Hey, Frank. That's why I jumped in. Let me introduce our guest, and I want you to, would you read that comment when we get it on? And maybe, I want to see what, John, I want John Marazzi to maybe comment on this first. But, hey, without further ado, let's bring John Marazzi, managing partner, Brandon Honda, Sun Toyota. And he is officially the man, the myth, the legend. People move across the, the, the nation to work for the guy and or try to. U.S. Marine owner at Sutherland Nissan. Orlando Nissan is one of the top Nissan stores in, in I believe, in the nation. I know in Florida, these guys are hammers. Nissan of Fort Pierce and also Vero Beach Nissan. Uh, the Sutherland Group. We have Josh Mitchell, BDC Director at Paul Miller Ford. I think he was made famous because the guy was part of Dan Cummings, uh, the BDC mm -hmm. there as well, 900 plus cars a month. Yeah, with Glenn. And then we have Aaron Horowitz, the CEO of Auto Lead Star. I want to bring you gentlemen on the show. And uh, John, man, we're going to go to you first. And we had a comment that came in uh, on Facebook that I, I want Frank to read and get your, I, I just know this is a John Marazzi uh, question and comment i think you have a lot to say about it but frank why don't you go ahead and okay so the so the comment is the bdc is meant to complement the sales floor not be the backbone they are meant to field questions and build excitement in doing business with the store but if the store has a reputation for being difficult to do business with the bdc is going to struggle john what do you think about that comment <clears throat> hey john are you on We lose John. Okay, so let me let me ask you this, uh, Josh. Going to you. Maybe we can get John back here. But uh, going to you, Josh. Did you hear that question by chance, or do we need to read it again? Uh, re uh, say it one more time. Frank. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, 
Man, Josh ain't paying attention. Okay. <laughs> I don't have to say nothing. Josh already hears the little silence and knows what that means. All right. So the, so the comment the comment was, well, now I hit a button and I can't wait up well, now. Well, the, the, gist, the gist of the comment, we had someone that, from the BDC, uh, Josh, that, that weighed in and said, you know, the BDC is, is, should be part of the excitement and part of what props up the sales division. It shouldn't be the backbone. And then it went on, then they went on the comment and uh, Frank, I believe you went on a comment about. Um, yes. So he says, yes, the BDC is meant to complement the sales floor, not be the backbone. They are meant to feel questions and build excitement in doing business with the store. But if the store has a reputation for being difficult to do business with, the BDC will always struggle. Mm. Oh, and that's, that's a very, very true statement. That last part is that, you know, you can have a phenomenal BDC, but if the the process in which you get to the store just falls apart. Um, and I read this, I don't know if it was a driving sales, a digital dealer, I don't remember who it was, but uh, who wrote this article, but they said consumers are on step five of the process by the time they reach the store, yet a salesperson is already starting at step one already again. And so, you know, you can have the best BDC in the world. It doesn't matter if all of a sudden they get to the showroom and it just falls apart. Because we have customers that are already at step five of our road to the sale, and we're starting all over from scratch when the customer already knows the car they want to buy. They already have researched the heck out of it. And so we're starting on step one, and they're already at step, step five, so the process takes longer. So the excitement level that a BDC rep has, has created, it starts to dwindle down when we can't find keys and we can't find cars and we can't find this and that and the other. And we're, we're running around because we set a VIP appointment. Mm -hmm. And I guess the biggest question is most dealers say they, they set a VIP appointment, but do they understand what a VIP appointment? If the customer shows up and no one knows who they are and no one has a car pulled up and we have, we're not bringing that red carpet treatment out, then it's just like the customer coming in as a fresh up. Okay. All right. Hey, U.S., man, I appreciate you coming on as well, man. Uh, running three stores. Let me ask you about that with the, with the BDC. So we have, we have, let's say we have GMs and uh, dealer groups here that, you know, uh, have more than one point. Um, you know, what, is, do you have a strategy when it comes to setting up a BDC uh, um, or, you know, in, in, internet department in general, any, any type of, uh, when you have that, I guess your stores are somewhat close to one another to a degree. Is there a different strategy when it, when it comes to setting up that department for you? I mean, is there any, uh, is there somebody that maybe does handle spillover business or do you actually run that as three separate, uh, three separate complete entities when it comes to uh, that department? No, I mean, we run it as, we run it as one company, really. Is that, is this, who's and this? So we run it as one company. Is that U.S.? What's that? It's U.S., right? Yeah, I'm on here. I didn't, okay. I, I'm not sure who. who no, go was. ahead. I'm sorry, U.S. Well, that, was, that question was the U.S. I mean, U.S., you have three stores sure. there. So, I mean, so you... I, I, it's funny that you just asked that because I had, I don't know if you're familiar with John Mantioni. He has the Fields Auto Group, mm -hmm. and uh, he has about 25 stores. And he just came to my dealership last week and sat down with me because he is considered, he is considering doing a centralized BDC for all of his dealerships. And, um, you know, <clears throat> I had considered possibly doing something like that, but right now all of my stores are, all the BDCs are run separately. I have, 
BDC directors and all of them. And uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm anxious to see how this works out for uh, for the Fields Auto Group, bringing it to one centralized BDC and, and seeing if it's successful for them. But mm -hmm. I don't know. My, all my stores are run separately. I have one BDC manager at, at all the stores. And, and uh, the way that I run my BDCs, though, is that I have – for instance, here in Orlando, I have about six BDC reps that, that all they do is make phone calls all day. Mm -hmm. And then I have about 12 BDC salespeople. So, and they take the deal from, from, from cradle to grave, but uh, they are basically salespeople that are strictly, strictly handle it, handling internet leads. And mm -hmm. that's the way it's at all of our stores is that we have BDC salespeople and then we have BDC reps that all they do is constantly make phone calls all day. That's pretty sure. I like yeah, that. I that's like good. That. That's one of the things that I love about BDC, right, is mm -hmm. that there is no 100% set model mm -hmm. on how it should work. The only thing that determines whether it works or not is if it actually sells cars or not, mm -hmm. you know? So there is, you, know, you don't have to follow one direct you know, one direct model or one direct path. You can have a what you can have what like what US has, which sounds like exactly like a hybrid. Mm -hmm. You know, but if it sells cars and if it works well for the customers, then then you go with it. You I mean, know, I, yeah, and you know something that's interesting in US. Uh, I you know I I know that you know he operates as a, as an entrepreneur, not just a car guy, but he thinks entrepreneurially. And you know, it's interesting, uh, Josh, and we'll go to Aaron in a second as well. And I don't think we got John back on, but Lou, let me know if John jumps back on. Um, you know, going back to Josh for a second, you heard what U.S. is doing there, and we'll, and, and we'll, and we'll switch some topics in, in and out as well. But staying on that line of BDC, I think Frank's right. It, it do something, but also I think that doing something, just something, is not good enough. I think that what I hear U.S. doing is, look, I'm sitting down and I'm interviewing somebody that has a six, you know, and, and I'm talking to somebody and I'm picking people's brain and I'm trying to figure out. And I think there's wisdom in finding out what works for you as well. Josh, I mean, you know, I know that you, uh, you know, how did you guys do it at, you know, how did you do it at Dan Cummings and how are you taking that to your, to your new store? And then I know you do a lot of training, but maybe talk about what you see across the nation when it comes to um, what's important about deciding the method and the way that a dealership needs to go about this. Because the reality is, you know, it needs to happen. You know, you have this, uh, you know, but, but it doesn't seem like from the, even the OEM level that a lot of people really know how to do it. They just know it needs to be done because they look at their reports and they see, you know, through their, you know, OEM reports that people are coming to dealerships through the Internet and we're missing opportunity to, to you know, to, you know uh, that, that are going to other makes. And so we need to fix this problem. But I don't know if they necessarily know how to fix it, Josh, do they? Um, you know, I don't think so. I think that, you know, a lot of dealerships try to, um, you know, look at other dealerships and, and, and usually they try to go across the country because they see like a, a Dan Cummins being very successful in a small town. They see a, a Gallatin Ford being successful in, in LA and they try to pick those things instead of looking at, at their own backyard and how they can create an environment and how they can create a department that fits their customers' needs. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's hard to get somebody from, you know, Chicago uh, inside of a dealership in, in Kentucky because it's operating in a different way. Like, I think we try to uh, pigeonhole ourselves and business is always just business. Well, how you do business in Kentucky versus how you do business in, in Orange County is totally different. And, right. and what you can say to customers, you can't say to customers, 
And when you're building a BDC, I think you have to look at, at what are the most important things and, and think about it as a consumer, not as a dealer. Look at it as a consumer. What are the most important things and where are we failing? Right. You can typically look at your reviews. You can typically look at, hell, just ask, ask your customers when, when you started this process to get to the dealership, how was it? How would you want it better? Like just ask the questions and you will find out what your pain points and, and when you're looking to develop that BDC, you'll be able to set it up the correct way. But the biggest problems that BDCs have mm-hmm. when you're in that beginning stage is the complete buy-in from the top down. That's because good. if you don't have that, you might as well just shut the doors before you even start it. Because if you're going to have a constant battle that is created by, usually by the sales managers and upper management, that it's sales against BDC or BDC against sales, um, you run into so many issues that you end up doing more damage um, than ever having, than, than just never starting a BDC at all. Right. Um, and so you have to look at everything on that part. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, I'd like to ask us and, and both Josh, we know that that, we know that that buy-in is so important, right? Just like Josh has said, if you don't have the buy-in, you may as well just quit. Like it's mm-hmm. over, just sell the store and, and move on, right? What, what do you think are the key elements? What's the most important thing even just to make sure that you get that buy-in between the guys on the floor, the guys on the tower, and the guys back in the BDC? We know that that buy-in is so important, right? That's good. So I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, that's one of the reasons why I have BDC sales reps that only handle the, the leads that the through my BDC department. I want I want the customer to be able to come in and actually meet the person that they were that they worked the deal with over the internet. So um, I believe that there's a lot of value in them having a contact person here when they walk in and they can shake the hand of the person that they were on the you know that they worked the deal with on the internet rather than like having a, a centralized BDC department where the customer just shows up and they're they're there to meet the managers. So right. that's 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 why I have like twelve salespeople that handle specifically the BDC leads. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know, so let's go to Aaron. Aaron, I appreciate you joining us as well, man. Um, you, you, I want you to be able to weigh in on anything you've heard. We're going to shift gears here a little bit because you know we're going to be talking about you know. Well, I'll say, yeah. Go ahead, man. Well, I was just going to say on the BDC topic, you know, one of the things that we've, you know, we, we, we make software that helps do conversion optimization on the site, among other things. But we, we were noticing that uh, we were getting we were getting basically inbound inquiries from the BDC when we'd send in leads. You know, is there more information that we could pass through? So I actually sent engineers from our team to sit in BDCs across the country for you know, days and, and in some cases multiple days and basically just watch them, sit with them, look at the leads. And one of the things that we found is that in the cases where we could send in information into the CRM or give a link to an external document that would just, you know, web page that would show them, you know, what, are the, what, is, what does the, the, the shopper actually look at page by page on the site? What, um, you know, ad campaign potentially did they come in from? What offer did they fill out on the site? You know, so did they touch a trade-in offer and then actually try to schedule something? That Giving that extra information to the BDC reps in a really easily accessible format it seemed it seemed at least what we heard feedback from the bdc managers was that the calls were more rich and there was more of a concierge economy feel 
to the conversations with the customers. And I just think that that's an area that can be really enhanced. You know, if you look at some of the best marketing practices outside of automotive, the reps are getting tremendous amount of information on a heads-up screen really quickly. So when they make those calls, if they're savvy reps, they have really meaningful conversations on the phone that is, again, as I think U.S. or, or John was saying, is a couple steps ahead, you know, of maybe where they would have been beforehand. Yeah. Sounds like Aaron has taken the old adage of read the lead to a whole nother level, right? <laughs> right. I didn't want to mention artificial intelligence because I think Frank was like, don't mention that word. So, you know. <laughs> that was totally sarcastic. You know that. Well, and I got a question, too. I mean, of course, of course. Going off of that, too, you know, looking at uh, talking to dealerships that, you know, ask questions or need help on BDC. I mean, I had a conversation just a couple of weeks ago with a very successful general manager and uh, mentioned um, it mentioned and I had a, in another in a week before I had another conversation where they just came up and in, in, in just different conversation with this topic came up and one mentioned to me I have I think the quote was US I have like eight nine hundred leads that I'm paying for that I'm not really effectively calling can you guys help me with that and you know I'm wondering if sometimes a general man I don't blame it I guess but sometimes a general manager looks at it you know, or, or and says, I need to have leads, I need to have activity, and I need to pay for that, but then really doesn't necessarily have the plan laid out on how that's going to be, you know, how, how that ROI is going to come about. So two things happen. They end up going down the road, maybe spending money, you know, month in and month out on something that they don't see any ROI on, you know, or, and, and so they end up canceling it, uh -huh. um, or... Uh, I mean, do you, do you do you that's why do you think that happens to us? And I know obviously I, you can only speak for yourself, but I mean, you know, you, you've been in 20 groups. You you have buddies that are that are in the industry, you know, that probably struggle with that. I mean, why do you think that that still goes on today? Is it is it is it a leadership issue? Is it is it just an issue where someone doesn't know what to do? Um, and then and if that's the case, why do they why is the money spent? You know, um, it, it, do you have an insight on that? I mean, it's, it, it's one of two things. Either it's a leadership thing or it's a lack of knowledge thing. I mean, mm -hmm. your money, it's, it, you're, you're wasting your money if you're not handling the leads properly. So, I mean. But it happens. I, uh, what's that? I said, but it happens. You know what I mean? Like, and I think sometimes oh, yeah. that, you know, I think sometimes the fix in their mind is I, I need to spend money to get bodies in the showroom, you know, or, in, or get activity and they're sold something. But the, the reality is it may get, you know, it, it, I guess the reality is it's the process is, is not set up. But then mm -hmm. a lot of times when you approach somebody or a dealership about training on that level, I'm not really sure if that's something that comes to the forefront of someone's mind. Like, I don't need training. I just need more marketing. And I'm a marketing company, you know, and, I'm, and we're a training company. But, I mean, I, I see both sides. But, I mean, why do you think the training side, and, again, I know I'm not speaking for you. I know you're different. You're, you're, you know, you're in the top 10%. You know, you think differently, John Marazzi. You guys think differently. This panel we're going to have at Digital Dealer, they think differently. Mm -hmm. That's why they're there. But, I mean, you have a group of dealerships that make plenty of money, and but they look at it, and it's like training, no, no, no. Marketing, yes, yes, yes. But the marketing gets canceled because there's no training or process in place. I mean, you know, you know maybe, maybe share some insight on, you know, I don't know if you've thought about that over the years of you being in the car business. But... I mean, training is, is, I mean, one of the most important things. I mean, I, I, uh, I have sales meetings every morning here when, when my salespeople get to work, and I have two closers, and the two closers 
scaffold training, whether it's phone training, whether it's Foursquare training, whether it's product knowledge training. I mean, uh, if you're not trained for salespeople, you're you're never going to be in the you know, top ten. I get so, that. I mean, I agree. we are constantly training here. Hey, Frank, let's let's shift gears for a second. One of the other things that, um, you know, about, one of the big topics right now and then, you know, is how do I find, how do I keep, how do I locate, how do I attract good talent into this industry, talent that can bring real change into this industry. And uh, we've got some guys that are change makers on the panel or on the show today. And uh, Josh, you know, um, looking at that, man, how does somebody, how does somebody go about finding good talent? I mean, is it, is it start with culture? Does it start with pay plan? Does it start with vision? I mean, what do you think the first thing that a dealer really, if they really want to find good talent, you know, uh, and, and bring in, which I think necessary for change, where does that start in your opinion? If you were a general manager or you were an owner, where does that start? Culture, mm. culture, culture, culture. Um, you know, and and we've talked about this a lot in 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 the past, I guess, year and a half, two years, about you know the work schedule and how we pay our people and how you know it's the bell the bell. Like you're, it, it, that piece has to change in, mm-hmm. in certain aspects mm-hmm. to get those people that that college student that's just getting out of college, freshly out, you know. And if you want to use the dirty word millennial, you can use that word if you want. But it's one of those things where, you know, we don't, as a, as a person, an employee, we don't have to do any of this stuff anymore. Like there's, you can go work anywhere and and, and, and make a good living for the most part. Mm-hmm. And so the car business has done, when we're talking about recruiting, we, we throw out, you know, the six figures, you know, make $100,000. Mm-hmm. But we forget about putting that you have to, you know, work bell to bell, work in the rain, snow, sleet, 110 degrees, uh, full handles, stock in cars, uh, do lot parties. I mean, they, they never throw any of that stuff out there because in, in reality, it's not that appealing. You jo- know, you Josh, you're trying to say and, we, like, uh, we, we try to sell the industry in a way by not saying those yeah, type of things? Yeah, we try to sell like yeah, yeah, we sell it, that you can make all kinds of money, but the reality is the average car salesperson makes forty grand a year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that piece is broken. Like you're you're selling this idea that you can make a ton of money, and the reality is, is yes, you can. But when you're looking at margins of, of of what we're making on car deals now, that's slowly but surely dwindling down, and yet the pay isn't going anywhere you know i mean you have some attractive pay plans out there and but you have to start looking at the pay plan and the hours and and finding out what's important to the people that that you're looking to hire because you know money isn't everything Mm. and and we have have as the car business has said money 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 we just throw out spiff when we need to motivate our our people we throw out money Mm -hmm. well that doesn't necessarily get everyone motivated and Mm. so I think we really need to look at, at the time, the hours, and, and start looking at a, a balance of life and work uh, in order for these people to it, to be appealing to some people. That's good. That's good. good yeah, man. that's good. Hey, Dave, we got an agenda, so you know what I want to do? Mm-hmm. I want to kick it to, you know, kick it to U.S., kick it to Josh, and kick it to Aaron. 
one simple question just to you know to close out to close out this segment. Okay. Right now, you know, like we started off the show and we were saying we were talking about how the public is like a sponge, right? Mm -hmm. They just want to absorb everything in. You mm -hmm. know, sometimes when you're like that, you wind up taking in a lot, right? And then right. You, and then you can't sort it out. Uh, U.S. Josh, Aaron, what do you think is the one thing, right? The one most important thing that somebody coming in looking for knowledge that they should be looking for that's going to give them the biggest return all the way down the line in their career. What should they be looking for and trying to learn? Someone coming into the somebody coming in. What should they try to learn right now? Sorry, U.S. Well, well, I mean, I feel like everything is leaning towards the it, it, towards the internet now. So I mean, you got to be something. You got to be knowledgeable of the internet and know how to handle. Uh, handle customer needs. Um, you know what? I want to back up real quick and talk about something you were talking about previously, as, as far as hiring good talent. If you don't mind me, yeah. um, telling you guys a little bit about what we do here. I, I have a reputation in the business that I like to promote from within. So I, I, almost every manager that's on the floor in my dealership was once a salesperson, and uh, that's one of the things that um, that I'm pretty proud of. I, I have a I have a partner in my store in Bureau Beach. He started out washing cars for me 17 years ago from Cuba, couldn't even speak English, and now he's part owner of a dealership. And so uh, once you get a reputation that you like to hire, you know, like to promote from within. And another thing is I like to pay people really, really good. I, I find the best people that I can and uh, and pay them more than they're going to make anywhere else. So that, that's one thing. And once you get a reputation of doing that, like I, if I have a spot open in my dealership, if I don't have a qualified person to promote from within, I don't have any problem getting somebody from another dealership. I have lines of people waiting to work here. So that's good. That's, uh, that's, a, that's good. You know. And you know what? That's, a, that's leadership. And, you know, um, I, I subscribe to that as well, and, and uh, I, I can relate to that. I like it. And, and I think that... Um, I think that's the answer, U.S. You know, in, in sales, when I first got into, um, you know, into business, um, you know, watched like my father in his business. I, I learned early on what not to do by seeing things that were mistakes. But I saw some of the most talented individuals that got to a place where they made enough money, but there was what else? What what else? What was next? Mm -hmm. You know, and they, were, they, they were capped, and they were capped in their in their in their power. They were capped in the in, in their in their vision, you know, and so what do they do? They left and they went out and tried to start their own thing. Some of them, most of them, a lot of them failed miserably because it wasn't ever really meant to be that way, you know, but I didn't realize until later on that it was really me and it was my leadership cap. And so I, I admire that. I subscribe to that. And I think that once you do that, there's room. That's how you grow. I mean, you know, that's how you, that's how you really grow. And that's why your store is what it is. Your stores are, are what they are. So my hat's off to you, man. I, that's uh that's leadership, and it takes, you know, somebody that's listening today, I think they need to grab that and really, um, especially any uh, upper upper managers and owners need to really look at that. I often say it this way, somebody can't push you out. They can only push you up, mm -hmm. you know. I want somebody around me that's better at me than everything except for leadership. The only thing i got to be better at is leadership. I can, have, I can have better salespeople around me. Let them try. You know, yeah. I can have better. But as long as I can just continue to lift the lid on leadership. So I, I love that, man. That fires me up to, uh, to hear you say that. And, and, um, man, and great job on that, man. Well, that, awesome. Aaron, what do you think, man? What do you think is the one thing that if you're coming into the business right now, what do you think you got to learn and you got to master before you can <clears throat> move on to anything else? 
Yeah, I mean, I'll also say on the on the on the culture side, I think great people want to work with great people, both you know up, down, and and parallel. So it sounds like that's a common thread running through this. Um, in terms of coming to the business, I mean, I, I approach it from a bit of a different angle because we're 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 a software company, meaning most of the people that we have on our team are. I, let's say the, the majority are coming from like you know the computer science math math uh, algorithm side, mm-hmm. and then we have you know more folks who are also in the market. But what I'd say is that it just seems to me that the people who I meet, no matter what they're doing, be it they you know customer facing or be they um, looking to come up as an engineer, or whatever it is, understanding like basic statistics and math, which is something that like I personally would. You know, we'll, we'll run from as fast as I can because I, I I was more of a uh, you know liberal arts that that orientation you know people to people person type. Mm-hmm. But the math and science background and being able to really look at numbers and understand what they mean and then being able to translate for customers like, in mm-hmm. in in a sophisticated, interesting way what the numbers mean and then have intelligent conversations with very intelligent people. I mean, when our folks are talking to um, you know folks in dealerships. They, they all look at numbers. They look at numbers all day long. People in dealerships live numbers, breathe numbers. They understand numbers. And so when, when I'm working with someone who really can handle numbers, even if their job is not to deal with numbers and understand like, some of the more advanced concepts and statistics and whatnot, it just creates a much more interesting conversation with clients and, and in the industry. And I, I just think having that background, no matter what you're doing, is, is fantastic. And you know, the world we're going into is a world of code where – you know, software is eating up the world, and, and just knowing numbers and understanding some basic maths and whatnot basically gives you the flexibility to do different types of things that you never would be able to be able to do without that. Thank you. That's good. That's a really good point. Absolutely, it's a numbers game. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And numbers don't lie. Um, Josh Mitchell, once you close this out, man, give us the give us the one thing. The one thing, somebody you were giving somebody advice that uh, they had talent, they had skills. You know, they. They, they could do a number of things. They're coming into this industry. What's what's the one thing that they need? What's the one thing you would advise them? Well, I, first off, master the meet and greet and, and needs analysis. Master those two things and stay stupid about everything else. You know, I, I tell this when I'm training new sales guys that, you know, my best advice to you is to stay stupid because the moment that you think you know it all in this business, is a moment that you start to, to trickle down and you're, you're, you know, you go from being a, a 10 car guy to a six car guy to a five car guy to a four car guy. So eventually you're no longer a car guy anymore. And so <laughs> you're just a guy. Stay stupid. You know, stay stupid because if you stay stupid, you're always trying to get a little bit better. You're trying to get more knowledge and you're trying to make sure that you take care of the customer. That's the things that when you try to, when you get, smart you start to um you know cut corners cut steps and eventually you start losing growth and losing cardio and so master the meet and greet and stay stupid awesome uh, gentlemen thank you so much and uh, i know john had to jump jump off and uh, so thank you so much for filling in a little more a little more time than uh, than, than 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 normally would we like to have four people on so that we could uh, so we could, you know, make it, so we can uh, have have uh, you guys have a chance to interact. But thank you. Look forward to seeing you guys in Orlando um, at Digital Dealer. It's going to be an cr- incredible time. U.S. Marine Josh Mitchell, Aaron Hortz. Thank you guys very much. And uh, make sure you guys connect with them if you're not already. And uh, we'll see you guys soon. Have a great weekend. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Thank guys. you. Thanks, guys.
We're not done yet. No, we're not. We're not done. We're not done. We got a lot more to do. We got yeah. a lot more. We got a little bit more time, so we want to try to fill it up with you, right? Well, so, I want to. Yeah, I want to read. Yeah, let's look at. We got tons of comments. We got Frank. comments. People can still call in, right? Yes. Well, let's do this. Let's do this. All right, we have about ten more minutes. All right. Mm-hmm. About twelve. So here's what we're gonna do. Frank and I. We we wanted to, we cut the panel off at four fifteen because we wanted to spend the last few minutes with you guys, and we want to hear. First of all, we'd like to hear you weigh in on what you just heard. You know, um, talk. You want to talk about BDC? You want to talk about marketing? You want to talk about culture? You want to talk about what advice you would give somebody? Maybe someone gave you some good advice in the car you business. Talk about your dog. You want to talk about your dog? I don't care. <laughs> and, <laughs> Just and call in. And listen we up. also have some shirts to give away, Frank, and we have some comments. If you think your comment was worthy, of him, from one of those shirts, Lou, that are actually here. You got one here. Take one right here. All right. So, so if you think your comment was worthy, why? If you missed it earlier, it was why somebody. It was why somebody falls asleep. Sitting next to Frank. Frank mm-hmm. Lopes gets on a plane. He said it's just by chance that seemingly every time he's on an airplane, the person next to him falls asleep. Always. Traveling. So we were, we were coming up with the reasons. And if you had a funny reason and you want a Flick Fusion t-shirt, we're giving away three, three, three of these, Luke? Three shirts. And so if you, want, if you think your comment was worthy of a shirt, why don't you call in? We've got it here, but why don't you call in mm-hmm. and, we'll, and, we'll, and we'll give you a shirt. Also, we have two tickets to Digital Dealer. Completely free. These are these tickets are. I should have checked this out, but these tickets I think are around a thousand dollars if you're a vendor um, to come in. And if you want to come to Digital Dealer and you want a ticket, we're giving away two tickets on the show in the next mm-hmm. ten minutes here. And uh, just give we, us a reason why we should give it to you. Well, Digital Dealer had a good idea. They said the top influencer, and we didn't announce that. We've had a lot of interaction. So again, let's open up the phone lines, and why don't you guys call in as well, and then we'll read some comments, mm-hmm. and we'll kind of just have a good old time. And if you want to call in and you have a comment. On anything you heard, we may just give you a ticket or a shirt just because your just comments. For the, just for the hell of it. Just because just I feel like it. Just because, yeah, there you go. <laughs> 813-574-1820. Let's read some comments here. Okay, so Mary Sayer, exactly. Tailor your BDC processes to your demographic. Many dealerships overlook that as well. Melissa Sigmund Wells, give your sales staff phone training. Make them love the phone. Um, Kevin Burns said, my store... Is currently cradle to grave, Frank. Mm-hmm. The concept of a BDC has been tossed around and the salespeople caught wind. It received a lot of negative feedback. My question is, well, you had a question. When is there a need for a BDC versus thinking it will be a benefit? I ask because we are not number one, but we're getting the job done. So do I need this added expense with no confidence that it will be a benefit to our store and completely uh, upend how we do things right now? That is probably... Not only a great question, okay, he asked the question with some statements, and you notice that he kind of answered the questions himself. He, he, basically, there's fear there of upending. Right. I wish John Marazzi were on because John Marazzi has a store, a story. When he purchased, when Morgan Auto Group purchased Sun Toyota, he, uh-huh. he, had, he had been the managing partner of Brandon Honda. They were doing over 600 cars a month, and John has a story where he went in and dismantled the current BDC system. That's hard to do on a 600-plus car store. Absolutely. But now they do over 700 cars, new and used, and John went in and dismantled it because the culture wasn't right and it wasn't, it didn't pass his sniff test. So mm-hmm. I think... I think Kevin answered his own question. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. I think, well, in, I think in between the lines over there is that he knows that he needs to go to a BDC <clears throat> format, right? But mm-hmm. he's, he's afraid of the pushback, but he knows it's the right thing to do. At least that's what it sounds like to me. So maybe the answer would be to go to it because obviously you see there's a need. I mean, you have a need. You have a caller? Yes, sir. We have a caller, uh, Melba Peralta from Me- Glen Covovo. Absolutely. 
All right, Melba, you are on Auto Dealer Live. Thank you so much for calling in. How are you? And it's and it's Mabel. <laughs> How you doing, Melba? I knew the. How's the How's the toast? Yeah, you like it. Exactly. Hello. I'm sorry. I just How followed are you blindly. Guys? Oh, we're wonderful. How are Great. you? No. Pretty you? good. No, this is definitely uh, an, an awesome topic, especially now that I am knee deep and uh, trying to restructure our current BDC mm-hmm. and the way we do things on the internet at this dealership. So, uh, I definitely, I'm a wholeheartedly in agreement that it is a culture thing, like uh, especially with. A brand like mine, it is a niche brand, so if the culture is not right within the staff and the BBC, things are not going to mesh well, and mm-hmm. that's going to come across <clears throat> any consumer that you meet. Mm, that's good. Melpa's on point. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, thank yeah. you. Mel- hey, let me ask you this. Are you, are you are, I, think, I think that's a, do you want a shirt? She at least gets a shirt yeah. for that. I, I think you should get she one gets, of these cool she shirts. She gets a shirt just for putting up with the Melba thing. All right. Yes, absolutely. Right? Shirts exactly. on the way. All right. One shirt down, Lou. One, one shirt, shirt down. One shirt for Melba. <laughs> one shirt down. Uh, you know what? I got to tell you guys. I got to tell you guys. My, when I first, my first dealership, um, to my fall though, the owner, the, the owner of the dealership is this amazing older Irish gentleman. Mm-hmm. He's in his 80s. And for the first six months that I was there, he kept calling me Melba because he had no <laughs> idea my name was Mabel. And finally, someone called me out by my name, and he's like, that's not your name? And I'm like, don't worry about it. <laughs> he knew you're... So, the Melba... Yeah, the Melba toasting, I'm like, okay, that's endearing. <laughs> you know... Good sport. Well, She's a good sport. You're a good sport. You, you have a shirt on the way. You, you are... And, you, a, you are and, a, and an apology note from me. <laughs> yeah, Lou, I just follow suit with Lou. Don't worry. Though. All right. Thank you and very we much. Have, we have another don't caller. Worry. Another caller, okay. Yes, uh, Senor DiSerono or Jose Cuervo on the line. So, tequila. Yes. Okay. Uh, what, what, Lou, what Hi are we, guys. Lou, why don't you go ahead and tell us what to say the name here? Because I'm not, I mean, I don't know what first to come I'm out I'm not trusting any name names from Lou. His name is El Patron. El Patron? Oh, come on, man. What's up, brother? <laughs> Yo, El, Dave, what up? Hey. What up, man? What's up, El Patron? Que paso? That's the extent of my Spanish since it's over. Right, right, right. That is it. I can pull that yeah, off, I think, and then it's I think over. Frank, I think Frank. I think Frank likes the pillows and the plane, bro. <sighs> it's the it's the pillows that do it, right? You guys are watching the whole during the whole show. I'm trying to put David to sleep over here, but man, the, the power, you know, the force is strong with this. I had one. to drink I, six shots of espresso before the show, so I didn't fall asleep. I changed that out to water when you were. By the way, Daniel Burke. Hey, Daniel Burke deserves a shirt. This is pretty cool. What does it say? She says they fall asleep by taking all the Z's out of Frank's last name. <laughs> that's pretty. That's, that's pretty good. That might be a shirt. That's a shirt. That, that might be a shirt. Doubt. That was pretty creative. That's two. Hey, that's uh, two. That's that's hey, really good. Hey, uh, El Patron, let me ask you this, man. I, I, I'd, I'd love to see you down here for Digital Dealer. I know you, you, you know, as a, as a Mitsubishi guy and, and, again, you know, upcoming Kia guy, are you, uh, are, you down, are you down for an Orlando trip in April, man? If we give you a ticket, can you make I'm it? I'm looking, yeah. Me and my partner are going back and forth to see, you know, the timing off. Um, I just wanted to say something about BDC. You know, I know I read the comment on, uh, on Kevin, uh, Kevin Burns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I I believe that basically BDC, it's like the heart of the dealership. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, we expanded the dealership from three agents down to 10 now. And it's just the leads, you know, the, the ratio and the show ratio. And obviously, the closing ratios just keep going up. So I believe that, you know, without BDC, dealerships are not going to survive. It's just my, my, my opinion, and, and I've proven it before. You know what I mean? Right. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. 
Love it. So and, and, I can't see I can't see dealerships not not having the you know BDC departments at all and expect to sell cars. That's a good point. Yeah, it, 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 but I mean, yeah, and I think that I don't think anybody. I, you know, anybody that I've seen on comments are not really saying that anymore. I think that where the comments, where, you know, Frank, when, uh, you know, a couple of years ago when, you know, a lot of times when like Alan Ram and, you know, mm-hmm. we, and, you know, different ones would come on and it was like, it was like the argument of the BDC versus not, that's kind of gone away. It's almost like it's moved, you know, to the point where, yeah, BDC, but what does it look like? And then how do I do it? Now it's almost to the point where somebody would, I don't know how many people would say, I don't need one. Right. But it's, it's it's like how do I do it? You know, and because I, I appreciate uh, right. the, the gentleman that just that was it uh, Frank or whatever that, that said that because that's really kind of like, I mean that's that's pretty straightforward. He's sitting there, you know, he's he's saying I have a fear. What do I do here? Mm-hmm. I think that's look, w- w- you know, you, it's just like anything else when you know you should do something, but it, it takes it, you know, and then you're busy doing, you know, you're busy just doing day you, right. every day doing life doing business, and then the next True. thing you know, you're True. looking at it, and you're going, how do I? How do I back up for a second? Because when I do this, it's gonna, it's gonna, you know, I've got to stop what I'm doing. The focus over here on building this, and and so there's the apprehension there, and so yeah. it needs to be done. There's a huge change right now. You know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. a huge change that's coming, and you could you could feel the earth of you know you could feel the earth of the car business shaking, and I think it's an evolution really, more from you know from getting away in a way, right? Mm-hmm. Getting away from BDC. And really going from like, you know, to like a FCC, you know, to like yeah. a first communication center. <laughs> right, right. Instead of like business development center, because we can all see that the business is there. Yeah. It's not a fa- it's not really a point of developing it. Developing is like if it doesn't exist. Yeah. You know, yeah. this is like the people are, are, are filling out leads. The people mm-hmm. are calling up on the phone, mm-hmm. you know. So it's I think we've got to get away from that mentality. Well, we've got to get more yeah. towards that FCC mentality. FCC. Not you got to be careful right FCC. Spot, right? you got to be careful. <laughs> like that. FCC, somebody, you know, get all compliant. I'll make um, up a new one. All right. Hey, El Patron, thank you very much for calling in, my friend. And listen, we'd love to see you down here in Tampa. we got to, and, 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 you know, so let us know. Let us know if you can come, man. Or down in Orlando. I'm sorry, Orlando. I might, I, might go to, I might go to Orlando in April, okay? All right. See you in Orlando. All right, sir. Lou. All right. Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, what do we got, Lou? All right, so we have now Sandy. Yeah, Frank. Thank you. Okay, see you later, man. We have Sandy Zanino. Sandy Zanino. Zanino. Hello, is this Sandy? Sandy. Hi, it's hey. Sandy. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. You are, now you are, you're with Ghetto. Are you still with Ghetto Automotive? No, no, no. Uh, it's been a year since I've been at, at Ghetto. Okay, okay, my bad. I know that you were. I did work for Ghetto. Okay, and you are, now you were in the HR department, correct? I am. I'm a, now I have my own business, Innovative Auto HR. Okay. Um, I'm an HR consultant specifically for car dealers. Yes. Yes, well, you and I, we, we the business I know and I love. Uh, well, you know what, it, it, I tell you, it's, uh, it's impressive because that's, it's, it takes a special person to know it and, and takes an even special, further special person to, to love it. And when you do and you're good at it, like you are, Sandy, um, you, you know, then it obviously shows. Well, let me ask you, you've heard some of the conversation we're talking about. Well, let me ask you this. Would you like to, uh, why, why, why don't you ask us, because Frank and I really, really suck at giving stuff away. Right, Frank? I mean, we're hard you know what I mean? We're such we good want to, we want to, you know why? Because I would rather give one to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to be. I don't want to pick. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to be the person to pick. You know, Sandy, I, I, I know I've had some interaction. Our team's had some interaction with you. I know you you watch the show, but we don't, we don't know each other. And so are you calling in because you'd like to become the digital dealer? 
Oh, that is exactly why I'm calling in. I am not kidding. When yesterday I was walking my dog and praying. <laughs> to huh? to show me a way I can get there. Well, they, okay, well, Boom. your prayers are answered. Ticket, right? That's All right. one. Boom, one ticket. All right, Lou. So, Sandy, you got a ticket. So, let me ask you a question. You're going to Digital Dealer in Orlando. Uh, all right. You can drive, I think, right? Because you're. It, it looks like here on Facebook. You're yes, from, I can. I'm right in Sarasota. Okay, you're in Sarasota, Florida. Mm -hmm. um, I love it. You, get a, mm -hmm. you have a female, former HR for the group of Get a Lot of Moto, and then you've got running your own company. Um, and 18 doing, years. I eight, worked 18 years for Wild. For Okay, for Wild. Mm -hmm. They're also in Sarasota, right? That's in Sarasota. Sarasota and Wisconsin. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and um, so automotive, HR, and then you now have a passion for helping dealerships, I'm imagining, get better at, the, at HR practices. If, if I, is that correct? Or? Yeah, you know, I, I have found a lot of solutions and process-based ways for dealers to lower uh, their exposures okay. to penalties and fines. Hmm. Um, you know, and it's it's that simple. Okay. Um, I have Come to, on. I'm not going to go into all the different ways, but it is it's not rocket science. It's about process. It's about educated process. All right. Awesome. Well, you got a ticket. So listen, we're going to get we'll get you the information. I appreciate you calling uh, in, and uh, thank you so much. And we'll, we'll see you in you Orlando. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Thank we're, you. All right. So we'll take we'll time. take we'll take one or two more callers. So we got somebody else. Yes, sir. We have Tony D on the line. Tony, Tony, what's up, Tony? <laughs> and now for something completely different. Uh-oh. Uh, actually, I wanted to call and say I really wish I would have known y'all would have been together. I would have loved to been right in that middle slot with you two today. We oh, got to come man. up with a way to do that. That would have been the guy who would have fallen asleep right there, Frank. He would have been in the middle. He would have fallen asleep. That's right. <laughs> you Hey, so, Tony, you were here in Clearwater? No, if oh. I was, I'm in Austin. Oh, I, I didn't know if you were in town. Yeah, man, heck yeah, we'd love to. Are you going to be? Are you going to be in Orlando? Because if Frank's going to be there, I'm going to be there. We, we listen. We're going to do something special in Orlando in between these sessions, right? We got to do something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we we'd have some fun doing that. I'll be coming out of Chicago that week, so I look forward to being down at Digital Dealer. I love the conversation y'all are having about BDC. Um, what do you guys think? Are are you doing any type of profiling, uh, pro, uh, psychological profiling testing, and, and finding different, mm -hmm. uh, different types of personalities work best for a BDC versus sales. We've been doing it in sales and in F&I and, you know, kind of developed some patterns. Has anybody gotten into that? No, on the BDC side, pro probably not. We do it for we do it for sales mostly for for uh, just straight sales with with some profiling. But I tell you what, uh, if if you can um, if you can crack that code, I'm sure that that would be something beside. Because look, it's a it's a hot. It's me and Frank and I were just talking, Tony. It's no longer do I need it versus do I not. Mm -hmm. It's I need it. You need it. How do I do it? How bad do I need it to disrupt? And and, and the word disrupt comes to my mind. You know, I want to. I have to disrupt the flow, right? And um, and that's really why I was looking forward to having John on today as well because John John's I admire the heck out of him because he came in and disrupted um, Sun Toyota's process early on. And man, it was like it was like trimming a a, a freaking you know bush back on, in your yard. You know, like all of a sudden it's like it looks like crap for a couple of you know, weeks and all of a sudden it's and like then it grows boom back up again yeah yeah it's like pruning i guess so uh no man that, that'd be incredible if somebody came up with that tony well 
maybe I'll contact you offline. I got some stuff, and you know some people, and I know some people. Maybe we can drill down on the right type of people to be in that position that excel at it. Love it. And that can move forward with it. Love it. There's a lot of seats on the bus, man. If they're not in the right seat, let's find them a better seat. Mm -hmm. yeah, There's two topics I should not talk about. HR uh -huh. right, and personalities. Right, right. right? <laughs> there is nobody more HR, yeah. you know, <laughs> uncompliant, <laughs> inefficient yeah. than me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and probably nobody with a bigger personality problem. All right, well, problem. I look forward to seeing you guys at Digital Dealer. I got to go. Okay. Uh, have a great show. See hey, you. Thanks, Tony. See you later, Tony. All right, Lou, do we have anybody else? No, we're done. Oh, we're good to go. All right, so we're, we're going to get, go. so let's just pick some comments, we'll, Frank, offline. We, yeah. got, we got one ticket. Left. I know. <laughs> we got we, one we ticket. Suck but you know thing. what? You know what? <laughs> I have been reading the comments. I'm going to take, you know, I, I did this a couple times over at the Digital Dealer Workshop. I took the power of the mic because, right, right. you know, the one who holds the mic is the one who holds the power sure. in this type of situation, sure. right? And, uh, you know, I, I'm kind of feeling Danielle Burke That'd with the awesome. Z comment. That'd be awesome. I, I don't think that's worth a shirt. I think that's worth a ticket. Yeah, it is. What do you think? And since we kind of have these tickets. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. I think if she wants to come, I think we should give her a ticket. Is Daniel Burke is Daniel Burke listening? If Daniel, if you're still listening and you'd like to go to Digital Dealer. Call in. Then we got, yeah, call in. And uh, reach out. What's up, Emily Bauer? Mike Phillips, I'm waiting to see if the Sandman knocks David Villa out snoring. I, I, we're going to have to get some tea. El Patron, I want to sponsor your show, David. Hey, he was on. A, what, he didn't say that when he was on the phone. Huh? What What's that? I thought you were trying to mention. What were you doing? No, no, no. Oh, you, oh, you, were, no, you were trying to put me asleep. No, I'm, say, I'm saying the time. Watch Jason, the time. Oh, time? Okay. Yeah, we're done. We're short right. on that. No, we're done. We're, we're done. done. You guys right. sure? I like. Right. I like. I thought that's how we end the show. We're done. All right, we're done. Hey, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for hanging out with us. And uh, hey, I guess we have to announce who we're going to give that. Uh, we're going to give it to Danielle Burke. Give it so, to Danielle right, Burke. So get Danielle right? to call in, Lou. And everybody, and everybody, hey, don't forget the the code. Right? Let's read the code again. The yes. code again to get yes, another hundred dollars off. Because this is really a deal. Seriously, yeah. you're going to get a hundred dollars off yeah. the early bird special. That's mm -hmm. only in effect just for a couple more days. Yeah. You know? So yep. you're. You, it ain't going to get any cheaper than this, you know? Yep. So this is the perfect time to go to your dealer, go to your general manager, whoever your decision maker is and sell them on the fact. Now you, now you got the value and you got the price behind it. Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, this is just going to knock the objections down. And also, you know, I've been telling a lot of people this, you know, I feel very strongly about it. If your dealer or your general manager won't pay for it, mm -hmm. pay for it yourself. Mm. Really? Yeah. Especially now that you're looking at it and it's a total of four hundred dollars off. It ain't gonna yeah. get any cheaper. You yeah. know? If they won't pay, if they're gonna be a tight wad about it or something, right. pay for yourself. The yeah. knowledge that you get in reality it right? really is. The knowledge that you get stays with you. Mm -hmm. You know, you get to, you, you're gonna have that for the rest of your life. So the I agree. ROI on that is you know, you're it, not gonna get better ROI. Digital dealer is a, it's an event that I that we don't miss here and we go to it and I'm gonna tell you something, it it's it definitely has uh, in two thousand fourteen was the first time we had gone and we've been uh, every since to spring and fall, and, and mm -hmm. it's 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 incredible, um, and I don't and I don't talk about other other conferences and things like like that. You know, I mean, it really is something that is to me it is uh, it's my wheelhouse, and I, I get the most right. out of that. So, and the speakers this time are you know I've a little privy now like yeah. inside information, right? Sure, sure. Use the speakers that are that have been selected so far, and the mm -hmm. ones that are that haven't been announced yet. Mm -hmm. I mean. The yeah. power and the stuff that's oh, good, yeah. that we're going to be able to learn, just going to be able to just soak out of them, yeah. is going to be fantastic. The vendor list, mm -hmm. lots of new vendors yep. this year, right? Absolutely. Which is going to be fantastic. New blood, new breath, new ideas, right? Yeah. Not the DNA, the, the, the company that, 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 that owns deal, Digital Dealer mm -hmm. now, there's a, there's a DNA 
that's kind of their DNA is all over that. They're conference pros as well, so they're doing a lot of great, great things. Yeah, definitely going to be definitely going to be a good time, and definitely going to be worth anybody's investment in going. Yes, absolutely. The code you use D D A D L, you get money off. And I want to thank you guys for listening today. Thanks for hanging out a little late with Frank and I. Frank, man, thank you so much for co-hosting, brother. I look forward to seeing you uh, in April, if not before. Have a good one, guys. Okay, bye.